This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to another episode of the Wombles Had a Dream podcast. My name is Lee Finch, uh, and as always, I am joined by the one and only Danny Baker. Uh, we have a couple of special guests coming on in Mark Buswell and Sam McCory. Uh, they'll be coming on to join us later, and we'll be discussing all things AFC Wimbledon. Uh, first off, I'd like to say hello to Danny. How are you, Danny? You all right? Well, well, Lee, how are you? Yeah, not bad, mate. Got over me, me COVID and me cold, uh, and I'm fighting and ready to go, mate. Fighting ready to go in terms of the Robbo debate, yeah. I've got yeah, a few, yeah. I've got a few non-stats that help you. Well, I wanted to, you know, we normally talk about something random. Paddy's day was today. Yeah. It's the whole Paddy Saints Day over. That's done now, isn't it? Surely to Christ. I'm not a fan of it, to be fair. What about St George's Day? Do you get like a flag out and stuff? No, no one. That's what really annoys me. Is everyone's that's what annoys put, me. Go on. Everyone supports Paddy's Day, right? It jumps right on the bandwagon. Wear stupid hats, drink Guinness that they never drink most of the time. Right, get right involved in Paddy's Day, wear green, and then St George's Day come along, and no one really gives a shit, really. Exactly, that's what I don't get. I literally was today talking about talking about St Paddy's Day, and a guy came in all this green stuff, and I was like, "Isn't it? Aren't you hilarious?" And I was like, "What are you doing for St George's Day?" He said, "Oh, nothing." I was like, "Well, what are you doing?" Yeah. Like, and the good thing is, uh, the good thing tonight is uh, we're we're calling on a, a Rangers one, so that's good. Oh, did right, they? they went through, on the Rangers, yeah. yeah, they're through to the quarterfinals. That is marvellous. Up the Rangers. I mean, I won't, I'll, I'll finally sleep tonight, I think, now. That's good. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not, I don't get it all. Like, it was St. David's Day, isn't it? The Welsh one. No one even mentions him. You've got Andrew, St. David, St. Patrick, yeah. St. Lee, and St. Danny, I think. I think they're, they're, they're the main saints, aren't they? St. Buzz, does that work? Buzz, does that work, St. Buzz? <laughs> Buzz? Buzz is never a saint. Well, as, yeah. as you've mentioned them both, there's a. Uh, Welcome, our guests, Mark Buswell and Sam. How are we, boys? You all right? Yeah, good. Yeah, you? When would, when would St. Buzz Day be, Buzz? 
Uh, probably Christmas Day. Yeah. I swear they like me best. One. Yeah. All the booze, all the food. Sam? <laughs> uh, I'll, take ha- I'll take Halloween then. Oh, that's oh, wonderful. Best idea is Pancake all, Day. Don't, don't come out of the original. That's fantastic. We'll keep pancake it Day is the best idea. Already said that. Do you, have, do you have pancakes any other day apart from Pancake Day? Not really. No, absolutely. Who does? No, Who does? Then, what a plastic what, pancake fan. <laughs> Who has pancakes every other day? When do you ever have pancakes? Americans have Part-time really flipper, are you? <laughs> I never, never have pancakes really ever, do we? Come on. Americans do, but we're not in America, are we, Buzz? No, but if, you, if Pancake Day is your favourite day, that must mean you love pancakes, which would mean you have them more than once a year. No, I just have them on Pancake Day because that's the whole point of Pancake Day. It's like saying I love Christmas, but you only have it on Christmas Day, don't you? Yeah, but you have roast dinners all through the year and presents. Roast dinner's different to a Christmas dinner. Oh, that's That depends. If you if you go all out every Sunday, then it's not, is it? Also, we, that, explaining, Lee, please. In my house, we can't really have roast dinners because my missus has got a phobia of peas. So she hold on, doesn't. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> a phobia of peas, or just doesn't like peas? No, no, she's shit scared of them. So How if I wanted, to, if I really wanted to do something, I could just throw a pea and that's it. She'll go mad. Seriously, when you she's... sit with like a green bean, does she can totally go mental, or is that okay? Beans are fine. It's peas. She's really. If I wanted to trap her in the house, all I could do is put a load of tins of peas or loads of peas down, and she wouldn't be able to move. How how X rated can we go? She hates peas. What do you mean, Eric? <laughs> She's got a phobia of peas. A rock and roll, So you can't pee on her? <laughs> nah, you yeah, well, she's, she's, she's really scared of peas. Your pee so, looks like a pee, though. It doesn't, mate. <laughs> but yeah, she's, yeah, she's got a phobia. Three minutes, it's descended into chaos already. Most, most dinners are not really, yeah, we're not really allowed. And also, she's, she's got this thing where she don't like all her food on one plate, like all mixed up. Yeah, but she has to have it all it. separate. You can have a roast dinner without peas. I mean, surely... Yeah, but you know, I've never else, you know, roast dinner's a bit of a mess as well. It's quite a big mess, isn't it, really? You have it all in one plate, which I love. Well, no, yeah, got... that's, 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 no, that's just dinner. You just have dinner on one plate. No, no, but she has to have it all kind of separate. They can't be touching. So, like... So, she, she likes tapas, then, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, she's a big tapas fan. Which are... The big mix, like that, just taking stuff as you go. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, she a big phobia of peas, so any time I get in trouble is I just throw a pea at her, but yeah, she literally would dump me or divorce me if I threw a pea at her. Well, wait, so. till, wait till you're after Vegas, yeah? Well, yeah, and then she has to try and get out first. But anyway, that's the pea stuff, and uh, let's talk about Lincoln for another good result. What's that, nine, 20 now without a win, 19 without a win? 19. No one's 19. counting now, are they? No one's counting. Well, Robo, in the league, isn't it? And 19 in... The Robo fans we, don't we seem to be counting. We weren't too bad against Lincoln, I thought, to, uh, uh, in periods. I think we were decent. But it's just, it, it, like, like I said, we're just, we've got a complete crisis of confidence. And again, we seem fine everywhere apart from the two boxes. And the moment we get to the two boxes, we seem to have a complete meltdown. And uh, again, That's it's the story all, of the season, isn't it? 100%. And Robinson, obviously, he's played Robinson and he gave the big end about, oh, isn't it great we're playing a 19-year-old? But he wouldn't be playing in any other season, any other time. Um, and, and it was just a bit of a... A game where we had two or three really good chances and didn't even look like getting close to the goal to take them. And they had, well, we gifted them one, let's be blunt. And they had one guy who put one in the top bins and, and that was that was kind of it, really. Yeah, but when he just put it in the top bins, Dan, no one got near him. You know what yeah. I mean? He had, all the, all the whole, he had the the whole of Plough Lane to blimmy shoot from. You know? Oh, yeah, but he still put it right at the top. Oh, also, you know, like you said there about Robinson said about, oh, he gave a 19-year-old a debut. It's like, 
again, it's just bullshit that we don't really need to be hearing. We just lost 2-0. Really didn't, again, put much pressure on them. And they're right down there. If we had beat them, they would have been pulled right into it. And then it's it's literally like, look at me, look at me. I've made it. I've got a nineteen-year-old playing. It's like, yeah. So what? Putting, most putting a nineteen-year-old in the team—that's what—that's what the whole ethos is about, isn't it? That shouldn't be a brand new thing. That's something that the whole ethos of him bringing in young players. Yeah. Anyway, just, we're jumping ahead, aren't we? Yeah. It's just the arrogance of again that really annoys me. And I got really annoyed after. I know it's positives, and it is positive that Zach Robinson's come back. He he was alone at Hampton, and I've always. I've always said from day one that he will be a good goal scorer for us if we can get him in the team and get him a run of games. Unfortunately, he's suffered with injuries. But coming off a 19-game, I'm like not winning a game, and that's the major thing that we have to mention after. It's just a bit of bullshit for me. Go on, Buzz. Well, um, I've, got, I've got a couple of things about it. Um, one, he was banging on about the fact that no other club in the country is starting a 19-year-old, giving him his debut, which is absolute nonsense because... There was well, there's 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 teenagers that play all over the country every week. So the fact that he's given a 19 year old a debut means means absolutely nothing. Um, and Zanev, the first goal, it's got terrible, hasn't it? Oh, he's kicking. But the first goal, we, I was watching it. So I was watching it on um, on a phone, but uh, soccer Saturday in the background, and they went, oh, it was. I think it was Rob McCaffrey. He said he's blasted it into the top corner. Zanev got a hand on it. He should have saved it. It was weak shot. It weren't in the corner. It wasn't powerful. He just sort of bent it. I, I thought I, I thought he should have saved it. And then what what he was doing for the second goal. I mean, how many times has that happened now? How many times have we given needless shit goals? Just get rid of the ball. Just get rid of it. We're playing. We, we, we're playing against ten men. They're shit. They are shit. We beat we beat them away already this season. They got ten men, and oh my god! <laughs> it, was, it was just so. The thing as well, Buzz, which was annoying, is that you could, the moment like like the ball went back, he was constantly just booting it and booting it and booting it, and often it he he just hangs it up, it goes too wide, and the moment the bloke started to close him down, he panicked, and when they scored, every, the whole the whole ground, the whole life was just sucked right out of everyone. Like yeah, everyone of course was, it was. Because obviously we had the, we had the red card, we had a lot of chances. Robinson it went over the bar. McCormick went over the bar. We like we had a really like a chance where we closed down a defender and it was a one-on-one and we missed it. And everyone, and the, the momentum was going and Brown was being, you know, doing what he does. And everyone was going and we thought, okay, we're actually going to get something here. And then Wallop, goal scored, everyone flat, take off the left, take off a midfielder, put on a left back, and we just kind of lost, we just lost our shape totally. Which wasn't the way at the start of the season. If you think of those comebacks we put together at the start of the season, that spirit is not quite there at the moment, is it? Well, that's one of the things I wanted to mention was uh, the George Marsh being not in the squad at all. Uh, and there was, again, Robbo come out in the local press saying that he wanted to be a bit more attacking, have that attacking threat if we were winning the game, if we were losing the game, have a little bit more attacking. But people spoke to George Marsh's dad and stuff after the game or during the game, and he said, no, he's fit and ready to go and he wanted to play. And I just thought, George Marsh has been one of our best players. So you know I mean, he's had a couple. He's of, man of the match the other day, yeah. Yeah, and he, he gets taken straight out of the squad where you have got people like Woodyard who are struggling. Do you know what I mean? Because he's camp captain, who, who is possibly one of the worst captains we've ever had. Uh, he, he, do you know what I mean? I thought Marsh should have been playing. I, I just, I, I don't get it. Do you know what I mean? What's happened he, in the background? He's genuinely now? fit. I mean, I mean, his dad. I mean, I met him at Portsmouth. He seemed like quite a sensible bloke. So I presume you're right. But I just can't imagine him playing as well as he has done, being fully fit. And then going, do you know what? We'll put Nestor on the wing. We'll put Nestor on the bench instead of you. Go on, Buzz. I don't. But, I but this, this is this is a whole thing for me. If this if the squad was that tight and that together, 
then Mar- Marshy's dad wouldn't wouldn't be saying that sort of thing to fans. That that shouldn't happen. At a professional club, you shouldn't be able to stand next to someone who's been dropped dad and the dad say, Oh well, yeah, he's fully fit. He's been like, that, that just shouldn't that, that shouldn't happen. That's not a thing. Like it, it, it should do it should if if he has been dropped for whatever reason, it should all be behind closed doors and that's the end of it. All right, obviously he's gonna tell his dad, but he, he should, there should be a fucking just shouldn't happen. And, coach, and going back to the game, like the thing that's the most worrying, someone said it the other day to me, was the fact that we actually we didn't play that bad. It was one of the better games we played in the last probably fifteen, and we were still absolutely nowhere near it. No, yeah, that's that's what annoys me. Everyone's like raving. Everyone's going, "Yeah, we played well." We like Danny even started this, the show with like, "Oh yeah, we done all right against Lincoln. We started well in patches." We did, yeah, we did though. We, we were though. What? Yeah, but that's, that, that, how many that, saves that, did keep make? That shows how how low the standards are for for to be a woman of fan at the moment. We played okay against Lincoln, who were shit, and who had ten men. I don't. People, I don't people are coming off the performance. Well, are we done all right though. We done all right. We're a young squad with a young manager. We done all right. We didn't do all right. We were crap. We lost two 0 give, give me one chance. You thought uh, maybe the, the the Zach Robinson one where he cuts in and he should have maybe put it across to Azal, Azal. But give me one keep the save the keeper made and you thought. Ooh. Well, we had we had four clear cut chances that we didn't take any. Zach Robinson went went almost one on one with the keeper on the byline. Yeah. Zach Robinson went one on one with the keeper and missed it. We had um. There's a shot that. Went out for a corner that the keeper was the only one I think the keeper had to save, wasn't yeah. it? And McCormick had a shot. McCormick had another ch- a really good chance, and he absolutely mullered it over the bar. Yeah, but that's so, not a chance because he missed it by well, about no, a country no, no, mile. No, 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 it is a chance. He just didn't. It's half a chance, so it's not clear cut. It's half a chance. Goal. The, the chance you don't dictate the chance of where it finishes. You dictate the chance of where. Yeah, but if it goes uh, six foot over the goal, it's not a close chance. Well, no, no, well, it, well, no, but it is, it, what I'm saying is it's not a close to being a goal, but it is a goal-scoring chance. A they had two chances to score two goals. To score, isn't it? So it's they not the end product, it's where it is in the position of the game and where the other people are and where the keeper is. They had two they, chances to score two goals. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not that's, that is very, very fair. And again, as Buzz said it, Lincoln were, were definitely not particularly good. I was worried about Mark Marquis before the game because I, I know people don't aren't, aren't a big fan of him and the way that he plays, but... Oh, we were we were desperately keen for one of them. And the whole game hinged on the fact we had young Robinson up front. They had Hopper, who ran and ran into little pockets, and Marquis. And again, it just if you're gonna if you want to stay up in this league, you've got to have somebody who's gonna score some goals. And we're not overly, I'm not saying we're brilliant at the back, far from it. But I think if we are we are in the position that we're in because we haven't got a forward, in my opinion. But but Lincoln yeah, are staying up agreed. now and they signed Marquis. Yeah. We signed Cosgrove. Do you know what I mean? If you swap them around... Oh, 100%. There's no Marcus, doubt on that at all. Do you know what I mean? And one of them was worth £2 million at the start of the season, which yep. blows my mind. How can you spend £2 million on a lamppost? Just just crazy, really. Uh, but but I, don't, I don't think we've... I don't think we've... I mean, all right, no one really knows what Cosgrove's strengths are as such, but they must see something in training. And for that, that was it? Oh, was it? Plymouth the other day, we put a couple of balls in the box and he should have scored, yep. but he, he, he hit the post. That's 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 what his strengths are. He wants balls in and around the penalty spot in the air so he can head them. But we, we, we're well, not I've doing got, that. Um, I've got Cosgrove's stats in front of me here. He's played 177 professional games and scored 50 goals, 47 in the Scottish Prem, which is an equivalent or better league, isn't it? So he's yeah. not useless. Or he hasn't been useless in the past. If you look at his stats, though, Sam, I'd say most of them goals that he scored in the Scottish Prem were penalties. Yeah, that's a big call. 
it, I think it's actually true, Dan. I think that's you, actually a fact. You may mate. be right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I said I've watched I a don't... lot of Scottish football, and as I said to Buzz when we signed him, he was he bullied people up there. I've seen him play against Rangers a couple of times, and he absolutely bullied them. But unfortunately, we're not getting the Aberdeen Cosgrove. We're getting the one that's at Shrewsbury, well, and they could wait to get rid of him. Cosgrove. He was injured yeah. now, and obviously with Presley not around, I, I'm not saying Presley makes any difference at all. But um, the fact that he's not him and well, Shane aren't around, I'm not saying again they're world beaters, but we are, are we gonna, down again. Are we going to mention Presley because that some I think it's his agent or some some company that obviously works for him or his agent have said that he had a successful loan period with us, which I wouldn't really call it successful. I know. We've, we've had it on uh, Buzz on the WhatsApp where Titch was saying that it is successful for a young player to go out on his first men's football, get minutes, gets men's game. And in his own personal point of view, it might be successful. But I think as a club, I think it's been very disappointing. And Danny, next yeah. time I go to a game, I'll have a bit of food, mate. Absolutely. Well, well I made a bet and I, I, I thought it would get 10 and I've got it absolutely nowhere near it. And it is 21 got. But he's, um, it, it, yeah, obviously it depends. When when I saw that tweet and when they've said it's successful, that's obviously that's obviously from from their side, isn't it? It's not from our side. I wouldn't say it's, but I wouldn't say I wouldn't say any of the loans this year have been a success. I mean, would you have Buzz? Would you have any of them back next year in League Two? Say, would you have Presley back next year, League Two? No. Um, no. I mean, obviously, there was a reason that we signed him in the first place. I don't know what that reason was, but on, on this year's performance, no, I wouldn't. But The only one I'd have back from our loans at the moment, I don't know if you boys agree, would be Henry Lawrence. But he still ain't done enough for me. He hasn't played enough games to be everyone yeah. raving about him, but he does he's... look like the only one with a bit of ability. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. But again, yeah, he's, he's, never, he's never fit, is he? But how crazy is it on Saturday that we, we found out that Mabudi is an actual, an, an actual striker? Which again, we've said this on the podcast many occasions. He's an actual. He's never been a winger in a million years. Did he's you say last week, front. Danny, that he should play up front and he, he absolutely slaughtered you for it? Who yeah. oh, I did. Yeah. I always say Mabudi should play up front. Never say he should play on the wing. Always since day one, I've said he should play up front because that's where he played at Rangers. That's where he played at. But Queen again, he, he doesn't look bothered. None of them look fucking bothered. Cosgrove. No. Someone said the other day, Cosgrove's on thirty grand a week from Birmingham. So he doesn't give a shit. If we go down, stay up, score 10 goals, score no goals, he does not care because every Friday or whatever he gets, monthly or whatever it is, he'll get his money, no matter, come, come what may. But that's, that's the loan signings can go back to their clubs, can't they? And they can wash their hands a bit and it's just an experience for them at 19 years old. It's not the same as the, as the permanent players. But that's the problem with modern football nowadays, though, is people are getting two or three-year contracts, getting big, big money, like 30 grand a week. Mabudi's probably going to be on about, what, between 10 and 15 grand a week at Watford, or say even, say, five grand a week. Still not a bad bit of money. Like, And if he's on a three-year deal, he don't care. He'll get Look at, uh, who was it? Blackman we had, remember, years ago? Andre Blackman. Yeah. The left-back. He, like, he went to Celtic after playing for us. Do you know what I mean? He went and played for some massive clubs. He didn't give a shit, but he kept getting contracts, get, kept getting good money. And, and that's the problem with modern football, I think. These players, they get, they get good contracts, they get good money, and they don't care at the end of the day nowadays. And I think but that's the only problem we have. The thing I would say, and again, uh, uh, we'll talk a little bit about it when we come to the Robbo stuff, but I, I, I don't think anyone, I don't think there's many people who didn't think players tried on Saturday. We With the with the previous managers, you could you could almost tell that the players are kind of down tools. I don't feel like our players have down tools at all. I, I, I 
I just don't feel like we have. But I do, it is a concern. And again, the moment they scored the first, we all were like, well, here we go. And we came back to the South Stand and everyone was going mental, got the red card and we thought, do you know what? This actually could be it. This could be the real change in it. We had a little bit of a puff and then all of a sudden, 2-0, we were just dead. And it's just a bit... Yeah, it's just a little bit deja vu and we've got to find a way and I don't know how though we've got to find a way of um of trying to get a win somewhere I know I, I don't know where that comes from I can't I look at the fixtures and you always think well Cheltenham away that's a good opportunity Cambridge is at home that's a good opportunity and Charlton are at home and, and each one that comes past sort of goes but yet we're still in the, still not in the bottom four like what is going on it's mental this league yeah but how, how, how many I mean, people moaning about our, our, our luck, saying we've had no luck, et cetera, et cetera. Saturday, for example, that, I mean, their, their red card was never a red card. No, I, I mean, agree. Never was a red card. Never. Yeah. So we've got, we've got lucky there. Don't take advantage of it. We've been lucky because the last, what, seven, eight weeks, if, if, if one other team had got a point or three points, we would be in a relegation zone. Like even, even this midweek, if Gillingham or Morecambe had got a point, we would have gone in it and we, we're still not in it. So that's, that's the luck in itself that we're not in it. And, well, sooner or later, it's going to fucking bite us on the arse. I, I got, I've been absolutely muddled for some of this season for saying where are the goals going to come from, right? And we are not scoring goals and we've not been scoring goals for ages. So as well as the endeavour is, Danny, and how, how hard we work and as much effort we're putting in, you don't score goals, you don't win. Lincoln had two 100%. shots and scored two goals. Yeah. We don't look like scoring in games, though. And now we're relying the on the goal scorer thing that... Yeah, they have tried to bring in other players, haven't they? None of them have worked, but it's not because they're short of options. It's just none of the options have worked. They've tried Zach Robinson, they've tried Cosgrove, they've got Thomas from uh, Barnsley, hasn't worked out. Terry looks well out of his depth. Presley got injured. You know, it's not like they've persevered with one player who hasn't worked. It's been different options and none of them have worked. But we're now relying on a 19-year-old striker who's been on loan at Hampton yeah. and Richmond. Do you know what I mean? It's not like he's been pulling up... At least he can move around. around, though. Oh, yeah, but he's young. He's quick. He's He's, he's got that he looks, uh, no fear. He looks, yeah, he looked hungry for it Saturday. He looked like he wanted to make a point. But going back to your point, Lee, about you saying there'd be no goal scorer, even when we were scoring, half the goals are coming from fucking Will Nightingale. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was never going to... He was never going to bag 20 goals this year, was he? Well, 19, maybe. But not you know what, what annoys me, though, is that Presley was injured, right? Why did we not send him back in January? And then get a new a, a loan signing in January, because Presley Presley was injured for a large period. He was back at Brentwood, uh, Brent, Brentwood, Brentford, and do you know what I mean? He's come, he's, he came back, got injured straight away again. Why not just go look? He's injured, sort himself out. Thanks very much for everything he's done this season. Do you know what I mean? We well, I've got, I guess they must have thought that he will, he'll be back in February or, or middle of February, and they thought, you know what, we'll, he'll be back and we'll, and we'll have a striker for the running. And obviously not the case. The other the other thing we still don't know about is if he's if we're, if we're paying absolutely nothing for him, then then it works, isn't it? I suppose I can't imagine us paying a fortune for him at all. Go on, Buzz. And if he had <laughs> stayed fit, then he would have been a good like for like replacement for Ollie Palmer, wouldn't he? Although of less ability, he's a similar sort of player. So if he had managed to stay fit, that might have worked out better than it has. But but someone's obviously watching them in training. So, so someone's obviously watching Presley in training or has watched him in training and gone, oh, right, he's injured. He might be out for a month or two, but fuck me, he looks good. We'd have to keep him. Who's fucking, yeah. who's, who's fucking watching that? Who's watching that? Is it Robbo? Is it, is it, 
Is it the assistant manager, Turvey, who's got experience of what Sunday league football? Who's watching these players and going, oh, yeah. It's like the videos that come out on Twitter on a Thursday and Friday. <laughs> Boys, well up for it. Look at this. Bit of Bezo mayhem or whatever they called it. It's just absolute garbage. Stop. Stop. Just stop. Go well, the one where, one where we're at Carl Shorten, where they, they're playing with a load of mannequins. Yeah, that, yeah that, another one, yeah. Where or they or they the other week when they put one out and the, and the, the defending team didn't move. Yeah, and they've got to go. Everyone was celebrating, like going mental at his training video. And I was like, but no one even put a challenge in. They just like let them run random. And it's just, it's, it's literally Wimbledon propaganda. It's like, it's, it's not watching the news. It's not watching yeah, Russian like, TV like watching sometimes. Russian news, yeah. <laughs> Some, <laughs> the, it's the, the fucking commercial or whatever's obviously gone right, lads. You lot score. You lot, you lot celebrate. You lot don't move because we've got to justify your fucking £1,500 a week because you can't win a game of fucking football on a Saturday. <laughs> Right, anyway, boys, I think we move on. When we come back, we'll have the discussion of the in-out, shake it all about. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. Welcome back to the Women's Had a Dream podcast. Uh, and now we're going to be discussing the management team. So we're going to be discussing Robbo. We put a post out uh, after the game on Saturday with are you in or are you out? And it was pretty mixed, to be fair. I thought it was going to be a lot of people were on the Robbo out train. But there's a lot of people that actually are Robbo in, uh, which surprised, I think I'd say it's I'd say about 50-50 still, which Dan said the other week about a civil war. And we got, we got shouted down and laughed at, really, regarding that comment. Uh, but I think, Dan, I think you might be right. I think a civil war is brewing. And, and there is people like me and Buzz who are now on the Robbo out train. And people like you and Sam are on the definitely Robbo in train. Yeah, I think, and again, it, it sounds a bit corny because obviously considering we're, we're in the middle of a, a massive war over in Russia and Ukraine and my thoughts are with everyone over there <laughs> and anyone who's affected. Um, but I do feel that the fans are bickering quite substantially and I know social media is a crap place to to make those um those sort of what's it called basic the comparisons but when I'm at games and I'm I'm seeing fans starting to bicker in groups we had a guy behind the goal the other day was screaming for Robber out and people got absolutely lambasted him for it and I do feel that you know the fan base again there's a Facebook group now with a a number of guys talking about it I think 150 maybe could be even as big as that who are talking about they want some change and I think that it's amazing how the tides are turning. But um, what do you want to do? Do you want to talk? Do you want us to talk about why we think Rob? I mean, I'm a Robbo winner. You're well, a Robbo out. Where do you want to kick off? Or should we let Sam? I've got, I've got five. I've got five points here. Why I think you should keep Robbo. I'll run through these. Bounce it about. And I hope this doesn't result in me getting beaten up in the corner pen anytime soon. But <laughs> here's a here's here's five reasons why I think uh, Robbo in. Um, and I'm happy to be wrong. The first is that I think he's the perfect representative of the club. The second is he's a sort of manager you need if you're on a tight budget and you've got young players. The third is his brand of football is good to watch within the context of the league when it works. Uh, fourth is he's a good coach, gets the basics right. And the fifth is even if the first four are wrong, there's currently no better alternative. So even if you are rubber out and you're not happy, there's currently no better alternative. Okay, I was going to add something to it, Lee, but you can go. Well, I just want to go against every single point that Sam just made there, really. <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, the first one... That's what we're here for, yeah. 
the first one, sorry, that he's the perfect person to. I, again, I, I think Robbo is a great man. I think he's done very well with the academy. He is an academy coach. He is a youth coach. Uh, I, I prefer my managers to be more like a Wally Downs kind of type, someone who, who gets the Wimbledon way and stuff. And I, I know people can say that Robbo probably does get the Wimbledon way. Uh, but yeah, there is other managers. What was the second point? So I can't go for them all again. Uh, he's a sort of manager you need when you're on a tight budget and you've got young players. I, I just think that's an, again that's an excuse that 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 he's just been putting that job when we have got a tight budget. You think before that we had Wally who had a, a tight budget and he'd done a very good job and kept us up. Do you know what I mean? And we were fighting all the way. Uh, the third one, sorry, Sam. Uh, where's brand of football when it works the way it should? It's good has to it watch within the context nine, of the league. 19 games has not worked at all. Some of the football has been absolutely horrific. I'll give you the first few months of the season when we looked really good. We didn't care what other teams yeah. were doing. He's very stubborn in the fact that he plays one formation and doesn't pretty much change it. Uh, I don't like the fact that when after games, when he says, oh, we've moved to up front, which is absolute bullshit. We haven't. We've always played one up front. Asal Rudy always on the wing and miles away from the strikers is never two up front. So your fourth point, yeah, he's a good coach. He gets the basics right. Good coach, I and think. By so. that, by that, I mean that we don't excessively concede from corners, free kicks. We're not he's, getting torn apart. Even games we lose, we're in those games. Pretty. I, I, I like his coaching again within a youth team structure. When there's nothing to play for, with there's no three points, it doesn't matter if you win games or lose games. And he's coaching players. I'm looking at our current squad, and I'm thinking, if you look at Zanev, you look at Will Ben. Uh, you look at our midfield, Woodyard, uh, I, I, McCormick. I, I'd say they're regressing. I don't say they're they're pushing forward or moving forward. I wouldn't say they're they're pulling out strings at the moment. I can't remember the last time McCormick assisted or scored a goal, uh, and I think they're going uh, backwards. Doesn't it? Yeah. So when was that? That was quite a long time a ago. Of weeks that, ago. Yeah. Uh, and your last point was you don't know if there's any other managers out there. We won't know that unless we tell Robbo that it's the end or he, he resigns because we never know. Who was out there? We didn't know Wally was out there when he came in. We didn't know that Neil Ardley was out there when uh, Terry Brown left. Uh, you never know who's going to apply for the job at that time, who's out of work. Do you know what I mean? It might be totally different. That There's a lot of managers who might think, well, I'd have a stab at Wimbledon with the new ground. Even though the budget's bad, I'll see what I can do and, and, and what I mean. So at that point, I can't take you on that, unfortunately, either. Buzz, go on in. Um, and you will have a chat now. Carl, where do we start? Um, well, with regards to a new manager, if Robbo was to get the boot or resign, as I think he should do, out of respect for the club, um, I mean, there's, I don't think it would, it's not, I don't think, I don't think we need like a, an experienced League One or Championship manager to come in and steady the ship. I literally think they just need a, a change of opinion and a change of voice, and we'd get a new manager bounce out of it. and that, that would be enough to keep us up and then re-evaluate in the, in the summer. Like, even... I mean, I don't know. People will probably disagree. But even, like, Bezo and, and Darius Charles running it for the last nine games. I don't think it needs to be... I, I, I don't think... I mean, I might be worldwide, but I don't think that all, all or a lot of the players believe in what Robbo says and does. Like... There was a picture going around the other day of all them words on the wall, uh, ground on the training ground, was it, or wherever it was. <clears throat> yeah. It's this fucking overload of absolute nonsense. Like, 
it's, what does it mean? If you what you what do you go up to the board every day and like read like the thirty five words that are on there and it all sinks in and you do every single one of them? I just don't get it. I don't get. I don't get why people love Robbo for for the way he's. Yes, he's been at the club for a long time, but so is the kit man. So would he make a good manager? Probably not. So he's done the youth team. Well. I'm sure the youth team won their league a couple of weeks ago. When it the night before we was at Charlton away or something, they won the league. So, so whatever he's done there, he's they've continued that on. So that's not all him. He's coming to a job where he has got arguably the most patient and relaxed fan base in the country, and he's just what, what, it's 19 games. No other club in the world after that after that result at Bolton, which made it what 15. We got smacked four 0 We were fucking awful. Every other man, we were, every other club, we were terrible. Yeah. Every other club in the world sacks their manager that night, and they get a new manager in. They get a new bounce, and they stay up. Lovely. If we don't get rid of him, I don't. I don't. I don't. I actually don't think we'll go down because the other four teams below us are pathetic, and they've had enough chances to keep to, to overtake us, and they can't, and they fucking won't. But. Fuck me. If we don't get rid of him now, then we need to get rid of him in the summer because I can't see anything's going to change. He's got no experience. He's out of his depth. He's arrogant. He's cocky. He thinks he's doing a good job. And it's just all, every time you hear an interview, it's an excuse. This, oh, this and that. And this. Own it. Just own it. You don't know what you're doing. Just resign. People say he's a good coach. Why is he a good coach? Where's he coached? What's he done? Well, Where, what's his, what, I, if I he went for a job the good... now... Oh, if he yeah. went for a job interview now, and he, what would he put on his CV? Co yeah, well, yeah, coach the women and youth team. Right, well done. Then what happened? But then I went to the first team and we didn't win for fucking 20 games. Oh, right, great. <laughs> Wait, what, why is he a good coach? Can I interject, Buzz? Is that all right? I'm just, yeah. that's right? No, firstly, I can totally understand where both you and Lee sit. And I, and I think in many different ways, I think if it was a different year or a different kind of part of our journey, I'd be very, very tempted to be sitting exactly where you are. I, but I do feel that in many ways, and maybe I'm naive on this, I just feel there's too many extenuating factors that are not, without more information, it's hard to pinpoint it just on Robbo. And these are the ones I've written down. Firstly, as fans, and I know Lee hates the budget chat, but it, but you it, 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 you have to address the fact that we've got the second worst budget in the league. It doesn't at all, and I mean this, it doesn't at all justify the number of games that you do. We we haven't won in a row. I totally get that. But what I would say is that if you were automatic at the beginning of the year told that you have got the second worst budget and you were in the fifth best, if you were three or four positions above that, which would mean that you stayed in that league, I don't understand what our expectations as a fan base until that budget changes is 20th. And right now, despite how poor we are and how terrible we are, we are still 20th. So for me, I think it's very, very difficult to expect more than what we've got. I think the player... I'll add something very quickly to that that's relevant. OK, go on, the, um, and then I'll let the, you go through, Lee, and I'll let you feedback. It's, it's very relevant to that, which is the only reason why I've chipped in. The wage budget is the 62nd highest in the football pyramid out of the 92. And the 62nd place in that pyramid is the bottom slot of League One. So we're over, if you just judge it on how much the players are paid, we're overachieving, even in the perilous position we're in now. 
we're we're punching above our weight on wages. Okay, that's, that's all I have to add. So the next bit, in terms of player acquisition, at the beginning of the year, we the football club made a panel, and they were talking about a recruitment panel. Now, Robbo is obviously, I believe, he must be a part of that. But I, I, I just, I don't know how much of a part are we talking. Now, I will take the fact that what has frustrated me, and I'm not, I'm not too far away from being in the middle of this debate. But what I would say is that the conversation that was had around ha having interviews of players about the right characters and the right quiet situation and the Salis stuff, in particular, I've spoken how, how poorly I've, I've been thinking about the man of late. But what I will say is I don't believe that the player acquisitions, i.e. the people he brings in, are entirely, A, his fault, B, the amount of money that he has to spend, he has to have a certain amount of people in his squad, and whether we like it or not, he has to spin the wheel and pick some randoms and see if they come off. And we've done that since the moment we've been in the Football League. We've, we've spun the wheel and we've got lucky with some and we haven't with others. And unfortunately this year, we've spun the wheel with, I reckon, the probably the lowest amount of money we've had and none of those players have come off. They've had fleetingly bits and pieces. And yes, I, I think that we could probably would have better off having three older players than, than six younger ones. But I don't think the acquisitions is potentially as fault. I don't think we are having this conversation if Ollie Palmer is still at the football club. I did say it six weeks ago. I don't think he's a particularly unbelievable football player, but he was definitely the best that we either had and was going to get until the end of the year. You can't blame the bloke for leaving. You can't necessarily blame the bloke the club for not for taking the money, but you can. I don't think it's fair to point a finger at Robbo and say this is entirely your fault. We're not scoring goals when, arguably, I don't think he's been given the money to reinvest, and he's been basically, in my opinion, sold completely down the river. We haven't replaced a forward. We're not going to replace a forward, and we basically sold our only goal for it and not replaced him. Finally, there's two last things. One is the is. We as a football club can't keep doing the same stuff every single year and expect us to get out of it. We just can't. We've done it and done it and done it. We've done it with Ardley. We've done it with Downs. We, did, we started it with Terry Brown in, the, in League Two and we nearly got relegated. We have to do something different if we've got any aspiration to, to even look to be mid-table and beyond. And I fully support the fact of trying to think differently. I don't think the execution's been great. I don't think we've been particularly far away. If you think that, I know we've drawn a lot of games, but if you change three of those games, we're actually a lot higher up. Now, I know a lot of other teams can say the same, but I don't think we're a million miles away. I think if you swap three lone players for three half-decent players, if you get a George Dobson instead of somebody else, I think that makes a massive difference. I think if you swap Cosgrove for Palmer, I think that makes a massive difference. And I feel that ultimately, if we are genuinely going to talk about giving the youth players a chance, at some point, we have to accept the fact that we're going to go down ish before we come back up because we're gambling on a lot of kids and I think it's difficult because the one thing I've always said you kind of feel like the manager's not and I won't yet leave one sec I do understand where you're sitting regarding players but I don't think there's many of us who would say that the players are not trying they're not very good their quality is poor but I don't think anyone here can say that the players have down tools and they are the reasons why I'm ever so slightly in the Robbo in camp and I would be, regardless, because I'm, I'm OK with relegation. It's not ideal, but I've, I've made my piece of it because we can't keep doing this. We can't keep being 20th, 19th, 18th and expecting us to, to improve. And perhaps we need to go down to go up. But they are the reasons, generically, why I've, I'm more Robbo in. But I'm welcome to... Thank you for listening. Welcome to Get Feedback, Lee. Right, so will we go down?
right? Yep. Which I don't think we will, because as Bud said earlier, four teams in this league are an absolute joke uh, and how they've not gone above us. But we go down. What's our budget when we go into League Two? Are we going to be happy then with, say, our budget's 15th, 16th in League Two? Are we going to be happy with finishing 14th in League Two? Or do we want to go down and then push for promotion again? Or are we happy just stagnating in League Two and becoming a Crawley or a Leighton Orient? We'll because... finish Lee, wherever our money dictates us, mate. No, but that's plus absolute bullshit. I think bullshit. it would make no, us the seventh. absolute not. bullshit. Because plus why or in minus the... eight places. Everyone knows this. So we in the Premiership, for many, many years, we places. didn't have it. We didn't have any budget in the Premiership. Hey, it's twenty years ago, mate. But we were still we were still competing against the Arsenals, the Man U's, the Liverpools. Twenty we years ago, but we were finishing sixth and seventh. The we game's fin- moved on, mate. But these te- no, but these teams had massive money then. They Lee, had loads of money then. But Lee, look at look at the teams that go up. They were and still down. paying the, more money than us. The teams that go up, no, no, but the teams who go up and down from the, the budget, championship. Why are Sutton doing so well in League Two then? Because it's one season. If they're five seasons in, we can have the same debate. Out, out, so out, the differences out. in wages in League Two are not as pronounced. Everyone will be like, you end up roughly where you should be financially. Our standards wow. have dropped so low that we're like, let's get used to it. We're, we're used to losing now, so it doesn't matter if we lose because you know why? We can just have excuses. We've got the budget excuse. Where, where do you one... think we should finish? Genuinely, we, we, we should not be anywhere but 16th and down. We should be about three or four places higher than what we are now. Well, that's all I'm saying. So you're what I'm saying to you is we should only which we'll, which we'll take, but there's no point going we're in we're in we're full we can be in the four four worst places in the league or one above it because our budget's so bad. Let's just let's just hold our hands up and go, look, the budget's bad, let's just get relegated. We can't and also another point I want to say about these youth players. How many yeah. youth how many youth players have gone into the season gone in this season? How many players from our youth this season, this season. Not talking about Radoni because Radoni's a he's a he's a yep. he's been in the, the team for a couple of years. As now. As right. Not I'm not talking about Osu either because Osu's been around it since probably Neil Ardley. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so you can't say that he's a youth team player. He came for our youth, but that was Neil Ardley who gave him that start. Yep. Right. Radoni again the same. He he came through. Asal maybe last year, so you could still say he's name me one more youth team player that has come in and stepped into our first team and played games this year. Not, not. I can't so think. Will Nightingale. Will has been around for years. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's an experienced pro now. He's not a youth team player. He came for a youth, but he's not. This is the thing that we're going with youth under Robbo. Yeah. But not one player from our youth team or Robbo's youth team is breaking into our first team this but, year. But Lee, at the same time, though, Lee, name me one player that you just said we're going to go with our youth. What youth? Lee, Lee what, what we're saying is, is that we've got rid of senior players, got rid of them, and said rather than Luke O'Neill playing. Osu, you're going to play. And that's the Osu's an experienced pro. Players. They haven't got to be youth players in terms of they haven't got to be 19. They can be youth players, i.e. Jack Radoni's 21, Asal's 21. But he's a million-pound player, apparently, that's been in our team since Neil Ardley was here. So he's an experienced pro now. He's one he, of our experienced he's players. A young, he's a young player who's Which youth team player team? has gone into our first team this season? Which one from our youth team? We have got four None. or five players. Who are, None. You're not going to get a player basically, who is bang on 19, as in, this? they've just signed a professional form, congratulations, you're starting, that almost never... But this is what, what we keep we getting told, them. though. We've got our youth, our youth is going to be coming well, through, and we're going with our youth. What youth? Well, that, we haven't got any youth coming through. It's not the just the youth, been it's been the age of that's, the senior pros as well, isn't it? You've know, got, got the youngest team in 92, you've got the youngest starting 11 in 92. It's a younger I get that, squad. but well, they're experienced pros. Radoni could be going for a million pound. I get Asal's probably the only one I'd say, right, he's still a bit naive. He's only just, what, this is his second season. Osu's been with us for years as a first-team footballer. 
Uh, so is Will Nightingale. You can't say Will Nightingale is a youth team player now coming through. He's not. He's just been given a three and a half year contract, which was an absolute joke as well. I love Will Nightingale. If he had been given a year contract, an extension, I would have said, yep, probably about right. Giving someone who's made out of glass a three and a half year contract, yeah. right, is absolutely madness to me. And who's making that decision? It has to Depends be Robbo. on the terms of the contract are, isn't it? If they're reasonable terms, it's not mad. If, if they're stupid terms, then it's mad. I don't know what he's getting paid. We so, gave Quezzi Appio you know, a three-year deal and three and a half grand a week. So we can only look at what we've done previously. Go on, Buzz, well, so you want to propose a point? Um, all this youth player, that's Robbo's thing, though, isn't it? So it isn't, it, he's the one who's decided it not to not to sign or keep anyone who's over... What was that thing the other day? We're not giving a contract to anyone over 24? Five, I think it is. I, can't, I haven't got it. In front. Let me that, bring it up. So, so to me again, that's fucking that. That just stinks of arrogance. He doesn't want. He, I think he's so unsure about the job he can do himself. He doesn't want any senior pros in there, i.e., Oli Palmer, potentially, <sighs> potentially kicking up a bit of a fuss. Uh, question: Why is he signed Lee Brown playing? then? I don't know. He it's didn't want Lee Brown. Brown. Lee Brown's outspoken. He, he didn't want yeah, Lee Brown but, at first. But, he, but, but what I'm saying is, all right, on the whole, the majority of it, he's he's done it because that's... But that's Buzz, he wants youth players he in. But has he, though? Is that Do you generally... And again, this is a genuine question. Do you <laughs> generally believe that's what Robbo wants? Or do, or do you think that the club have said... That's the cards he's been dealt with. This is the it? amount of money we've got and this is the options that you've got and he's almost got to do that. Do you think that's I mean, what No, I think, I think he wants that because all the blue-eyed boys are, are the players that he's had in the youth team. He's, I, I, think he wants, I think he wants that. I don't think he, I don't think he wants any, any real yeah, senior. I've got, I've got the details in front of me, and this was on our financial and contractual uh, guard rails. I love it Z when you talk like this, Lee. This is fantastic. Zero-cost <laughs> loans. Market ourselves as the number one loan club in the EFL, which we haven't done very well this year because if you're looking at any of our loans... They're not being very successful. Game time, learning environment, pathway, Premier League style analysis. Well, if we're playing Premier League style, then fuck me, that's, we're miles off that. Uh, supply and demand, soft cap on wages for over 25-year-olds. So a proposed number is 2,200 per week for an experienced player. We're yeah. never going to get an experienced player again then because they'll just sign for the Charltons and like, because 2,200... I think McCormick's on more than that, isn't he? Well, th again, this is what I mean. He's not over 25. Little to no resale potential after this age. Uh, no minimum fee release clauses. Development player contracts. Three-year deal at age 20 and a two-year deal at age 21. Experienced player contract. Proposed number is 2,200 per week. Uh, yeah, to me, that's just absolute bullshit because we've just given Will Nightingale a three-and-a-half-year deal and he's over the age of 21. But we don't know how much he's getting paid, though, do we? Because they say well, 2,200. Yeah. Would you, would, would you think it's going to be? It ain't going to be 500 quid a week, is it? It's going to be at least not, 1,500. Well, that, but yeah, but that's but that's 700 quid underneath that budget. I'd love to know what Darius Charles is on because he's, he well, came in as a player at the start of the season. The who, I, no, I, you can't say it's the club, though, Danny, because who's giving out the... Robbo's got to have something to no, do with the contract. But we don't know that. What I'm well, saying to you is... So Robbo who's giving out the contracts? Joe Palmer's gone. No, but it's not Robbo, is it? Rob, Robbo's not the one who goes, right, give me... Robbo doesn't dictate how much money we have to spend. All Robbo's told, he's the head coach. He coaches the team that he is given. So we he need a DRF then? He's not the manager. He doesn't... Who, who, on a serious note, who actually decides about the... Who's in charge of the contracts and stuff? No idea. Great question, Buzz. I've got no idea. <laughs> That's what I mean, Robbo, isn't it? 
then you're right, totally right. But I don't know that because I believe he's the head coach. I don't think coaches, you know, dictate how much somebody is on. I don't think coaches dictate your transfer budget. You are given a budget. You are given this. And then it's up to them to sort it out. That's what so, Robbo said. Yeah, you you tell the panel what you need and you hope they give it to you. So we need a director of football in. I would get. I would totally agree with that. I think we need yeah, something. Yeah, that, that seems sensible. This is where, but this is where Buzz comes in beautifully. He said about a change of voice. I think like a, an older guy above Robbo is a great shout. I think a Kenny Jacket, a Dave Bassett, whatever you want to call it, above him, giving him, well, I know you want to do that, but what about this? I know we haven't got the money, but I, I think say, that would be a good use of our time. Where are we getting the money for that? All of, your, all of your complaints the management have been against the... They've been against not the... Uh, effort of the team they've been against the limited resources that's the problem isn't it it's, you, yeah. you, even though you even though you want Robbo out you both started your criticism of him by saying that he's a good man and that says everything about him isn't it even as his even his big, biggest I, critics I didn't, I say didn't, he's I, a good man I never said he's a good man all oh, right okay I thought I saw it in your eyes I'm not I'm not saying he's not but I, I don't know him I, I'm not saying he's a good man I'm saying what 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 I, what I feel from him is arrogance that's what that's what the I've arrogance said. is what but, you but, call a confident person when you don't like. Nah, oh, no, Sam, I disagree no. with that because again, there's, some there's of being, there's being confident and then there's being cocksure of yourself without experience, which makes arrogance. But aside from that, the the whole budget thing, I I, I hate it. If so, do you hate that Fulham have the biggest budget in the championship and they're top of the championship? Man City and that Bournemouth have, Bournemouth have the second biggest budget and they're second in the championship. Well, yeah, but we're not and talking about the Sam, budget. Sam, you Sam, I mean? Sam, you're talking about the teams at the top. Let's talk about the teams at the bottom in the leagues and then let's see where their, their, their yeah. budgets are. Because who's, right, who's, who's in the relegation zone in the championship? Well, I've, I've Derby. got it in front of me here for for for, for Derby. Yeah, Derby, Derby, well, Derby I know points. they're under a shit at the moment, but they're spending fortunes. Yeah, but look at the players they've got on their pitch. Yeah, but Derby have got yeah. no money, and they're, well, and they're, they're spending. They're still it. spending wages. They're still paying no, for no, but, Graham no, Shinnies and people like that. No, but no, Graham Shinnies gone. But they've got no money, and that's why all the kids are playing. And that's why they're in the bottom three. I'm Barnsley have got have got very little money. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. By the way, just so we're on the same page, it doesn't excuse budget. Birmingham, excuse. Birmingham spent two million on Sam Cosgrove at the start of the season. They're, they're they, no, no, the no. Bottom. They didn't buy him at the start Red, of the season. They had him last season, didn't they? Reading is spending money for fun. Yeah. Or they were spending money for fun, and that's why they're yeah. near the bottom now because it hasn't worked out for them. Cardiff spend loads of money. Stoke, another one who spend money, they're down near the bottom. They, okay. Don't tell me they've got a 16th budget. No, but can, I got I got budget can I finish off my point? Can I finish off my point? Sorry, guys, interrupted me. Go, Buzz. Thank you. Um, right, so, for example, right, Wickham, the other year, went up to the championship. Yeah. What's their budget? They're the American guys, aren't they? They've got, got quite, they've got quite a nice budget now, but they didn't have when they went. They got promoted. Right, it's so not they the went, they went up, on, but it is a significant they, factor, isn't it? They went up on like they went up on team spirit, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. No one turned around and said they shouldn't be where they are because of the budget, etc. Wimbledon FC, when I started supporting them at Sellers Park in 1991, whatever it was. We've, we must have had the smallest budget in the league. Yeah, but we're not, we're, not, we're not allowed to talk about that because that was a different type of football. It was Bullshit. different times. You can't talk Bullshit. about it. That's, hold on. Well, no, that's, that's all you get shouted at by people. Is no, I know. But that's it's, the, it's that's different the times. That, that's the team that I grew up with and fell in love with. And not once, not once ever did I hear until we were struggling in the league five, six years ago about budget. 
I hadn't heard it for the 20 years before that. No one used to come to Sellers Park and go, "Cool, oh, fucking hell, we're doing well this, this year. We're a fucking, our budget's fucking 20th in the Prem. I've never heard that. All of a sudden, we're doing shit. If we were sitting at fucking 14th, no one's mentioning the budget. It's just a fucking nonsense. You, you get what you get, right? Where I work, there's branches who've got 20 blokes, 20 people who work there, and there's branches who've got five people who work there. My branch is one of the smaller ones, but they do one of the most money because I haven't got the, I haven't got the budget to... I can't employ 15 people. I can employ five or six, and out of them five or six, I make sure that we work our fucking bollocks off. We do exactly what we need to do when we need to do it, and we do things right to make sure that we are a success. I don't. I don't then turn around and go. I ain't got enough staff because the my budget boss, never matters. It doesn't it matter. The, budget, the budget's it's, relevant in your example. So who do you it's hire? Just, you... It's just an excuse that you lot just love to jump on. But but to Lee, make an excuse for us not winning matter. a game in twenty. Money must matter. I'm not saying it matters. Why are Everton? Why are Everton fourth and bottom in the Premiership? Because Frank Lampard's the manager and he's rubbish. No, but he ain't been the manager all season. They got. Why have Everton never been relegated from the Premier League then? And but they, they only spent three million in the transfer. They could be getting relegated. You are allowed issues. to play badly in a season. You are allowed to have money and play badly for a while, and it's okay to not have money and play good. All I'm saying is, Wimbledon have consistently had very low money in League One, and we've consistently been twentieth, nineteenth, or eighteenth. That can't be we, we too weren't. much of a coincidence, sure. But Dan, you weren't mentioning the budget at the start of the season when we were doing all right and we were. Beating teams and we were playing oh, well. And everyone I was thought, delighted. Oh, I, I was delighted because we're no, over there was no budget talk at all because we're overachieving. But I'm no delighted. one even said we're overachieving. Everyone was going, "Oh, this because we, we got we, a good we, squad." We are, but you've just said it. We should realistically be it with the money we've got, the resources, blah blah blah. We should only be four places above where we are. No, no you said that's what, what you said. You, I didn't say where would you be that. happy now? I, every start of the season, I want us to fucking win the league. I said, what are your Because that's the Wimbledon way. It's we will beat whoever's in front of us. It don't matter who you are. We're going to beat you. And then suddenly, slowly become into Wimbledon's psyche and the culture of the club is that we have to make excuses for every time we foul. So we've just gone on a 20 game. We haven't won, a, won in 20 games. So let's look at the excuses. We've had injuries. Our yeah. loans haven't worked. The football yeah. committee shit. Joe Palmer yeah. was shit. Yeah. But it can never fall on the management team at the club currently. And it if, can was, do. if this was Wally Downs, Neil Ardley or Glyn Hodges, they'd be getting absolute bullets. But because well, it's... all got sacked. But we've said that we've got to go a different... We can't go down that road. We've done that. You can't always Wally, do something We should have gone down the road out. with Wally Downs. We should have... He, he was he... putting in a culture. He was putting in a DOF. He was no, putting in... Wally Downs had a horrendous record when he quit. When he, when he was not quit. Sorry, that's not fair. When he was released, we were playing horrible. Our form was shocking. We were dreadful. Everyone was saying how poor, how poor. How many, how many, how many games have we not won for when Wally Downs? Oh, was? nowhere near as much as Robbo yeah. buzzed. Exactly. Nowhere right. near as much. Actually, so, so why, why is why is Robbo why is Robbo the one to take us forward? Why why was none of these other managers the ones to take us forward? Don't get oh, me I wrong, right? Dan. I agree with you in, in the respect that we, we every year every year we fucking struggle. Every yeah. year we do struggle. But why why why? Someone explain to me. One, what this elite mentality that Robbo says we, we're going to have is. And yep. two, why why is Robbo this fucking walking on water god that no one wants to fucking sack? Why did Ardley and the rest of them, Downs and everyone else, why did they get sacked? And why won't Robbo get sacked? Every, oh. year, we've sacked, every year we've sacked someone and we've stayed up. So why, 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 why is Robbo untouchable? 
Please, I think it's because the club doesn't want to repeat the pattern of sacking people and then being in the same situation next year. And hardly got sacked because we had Robbo. Now, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. Yeah. What I'm saying is if we sack Robbo, who from inside the club for free or for basically no extra money is going to take over and not only take over, but have enough of an opportunity to potentially take us forward I don't see that. Now, well, and how will their methods be different? If we had any money... It doesn't need to be different, Sam, because you put in the same processes and you put in the same culture. But a new manager would have to come in and abide by what, what is of in course. place. But this is why I said to Danny last year, last week, if, if, we, if Robbo would... Say we were second in the, in the league now and Leeds come in for Robbo and yeah. Robbo said, yeah, I'm going to take that job. Would we go, shit, we have to rip up everything Robbo's just done for us? No, we, we still keep the same culture and the same mentality. And I think that's a minority so view within. I think I agree with you, by the way, but I think that's a minority view from what I'm seeing on the Facebook groups. The, the people who tend to want Robbo out also want all of his methods overhauled. That's kind. Of, that's what I read on those fan forums that they want him out, and they want two up front, and they want senior pros paid. And, you know, they want more of an overhaul than just the manager got. I see. I disagree. I, I, I don't think we just want two up front. I think people that disagree with how Robbo's doing it is that I don't want us to be so stubborn in the fact that it happened to Glenn Hodges that his 3-5-2 was all we could play and when we weren't <laughs> yeah. winning games it was yeah, just getting ridiculous we now play a 4-2-3-1 and that is all we ever play uh, I think I'm with Buzz on this it's the actual excuses that we use after every defeat it's the fact that the arrogance of our coaching staff and the, and the people around the club at the moment just seem to be sleepwalking into relegation. It doesn't matter. If we get relegated, it doesn't matter. We, you know what I mean? We'll, we'll just go again next year, which I don't think we will. Uh, sorry, Dan. Last, I, I want to ask you boys a question. Please. Is that on Saturday, I heard there was obviously uh, some viral passed over to the management team and, and a couple of our coaches uh, bit back a little bit and told some fans to fuck off. Yeah, uh, I, I've got no issue with that whatsoever because Rob Tuvey is the one I think I believe who got, who got involved in it all. We got to remember that Rob Tuvey is a Wimbledon fan from the minute he was born. His family are massive Wimbledon fans. Wimbledon FC, AFC Wimbledon. I remember seeing Rob when he was a young lad down at Combine Counties League watching Wimbledon. He's living his dream at the moment in trying to do a job for Wimbledon. He's just unfortunately not very good at it. Uh, I don't know how you boys feel about it I, again it didn't bother me because if you're going to give management yeah, I think it's totally reasonable imagine if someone came to your work and told you you were shit all day and started a Facebook group about how you were shit you'd be, you'd be well in your rights to tell them to fuck off oh yeah and, and, if I... and, the, and the fans aren't wrong and the managers aren't wrong it's it's fine for both parties to have that opinion isn't it I, I agree no, but yeah, I, got... I totally disagree you can't as a professional football club manager assistant manager coach whatever it is you can't tell the fans to fuck off when the fans travel the country watching and supporting the team, spending money every fucking week that they, most of them haven't got with fucking the way what the world is at the moment. If they want to vent their anger and tell you you're fucking shit at your job, you cannot turn around and tell them to fuck off. That's bang out of order. Uh, to tell, if does. someone comes to my work and said, you're shit at your job, and I said, fuck off, that's different because I'm not a fucking a role model as such. You, you, you can't do that. We've had two home wins all fucking season. Two. Now, I've got every right at 400, well, for me, it's 400 quid a season ticket. I've seen two games, so it's 200 pound a fucking win. I'm <laughs> well in my right to tell every fucking yeah. woman, that, every player and every coach that they're shit. I, I agree with you, Buzz. I don't th I, I, I think for the managers to 
or the assistant manager, like Buzz, Buzz said, the representatives of the club. I don't, I know things get a bit lively and fans went their way, but I don't think that's a good look for the for the players. And it's not the first time that we've had a player or or a fan doing that. And yeah, it's I'm, Woodyard at Boreham Wood, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it's a good look at all. And I think I think it does show that things are quite tense and people are getting quite fractious. It's just, and I feel like ultimately, I, I can totally get where everyone goes. I just I don't I don't know. I guess your the answer would probably be well we won't know unless we do it. But if we haven't got enough money to to replace a forward to give us a, a chance to stay up and belt, but the the board have obviously backed Robbo massively because he's still in a job. I just I don't I don't know what you're going to get out of getting rid of him. You might go well we've got nothing to lose because it's been 19 games and that would be a very very valid point. I've got no problem with that. But I just I, we haven't yeah. I just feel like we've got to at some point. We can't keep doing what we've always done. We get rid of Robbo. We bring someone in. It's a great escape. We do it again. We do it again. We do it again. We're, we're, Eventually, you run out of luck, don't you? Oh, we just feel. I just feel personally, we as a club have got to a point where we realise that, you know, that that's kind of where we are. We're actually probably a League Two club at the moment, and and maybe that's the better way of doing it. And by going a longer longer plan, we might have a bit more success. I mean, I don't know about you, but. It has been tough the last like eight years, basically watching league football and getting beaten three times out of four, staying up with a couple of games to go, and then then we redo it again and trying to do something different. I haven't got a problem with, and I'd rather sit on this road and just see where it takes us. Even if it's to the end of the year, you go down, we reevaluate, we've learned some lessons, and we do it again. I'd rather do that, but be in a better position than do it again and then make the same mistakes again and again and again. I, I, that's my opinion. But. I, I kind of agree with you because I, I said to Buzz and a few of my mates the other day, I'm actually, if we go down, I actually look forward I'm to okay that. Yeah. Because there's some decent grounds in there. I've been to Carlisle. It's a great place. I'll go to uh, Harrogate, which I've never been to, and places like that, and it'll be a good journey again. But I just think that within the club and, and the management team and stuff, we've got to stop with all the bullshit. The arrogance yeah. and stuff. We've got to tell fans how it is. Do you know what I mean? And, and that comes from the board level, the Don's Trust board as well. Because I think we, we're sold a dream. We start every year thinking we, we could do something this year. Like we, we were told at the start of the season, we were looking at mid-table, possibly playoffs. Of course, and that, yeah. that, that was coming from the top. And I get it. I, I said earlier, we don't, we, I want it I want, every year. I think we're going to win the league because that's what fans do. But I'm a fan. Do you know what I mean? We've got to, it's just mad to me at the moment. We get so much bullshit given to us. And then, this is what happens. I, I enjoy it, but I, it's mad that we say we don't really enjoy the last few years when we're playing against the Sheffield Wednesdays, the Sunderlands. Do you know what I mean? We should be fucking well looking forward to playing these teams all the time. And they're not that good. I, I looked at Lincoln the other day and thought, these ain't, they, these ain't nothing. Do you know what I mean? They're spending we, fortunes. We were the better team against Sunderland. You know, we were a better team against a team that's got Jermaine Defoe in it. That says a lot, doesn't it? And we shouldn't be though, because we we've got no budget, and they've got loads of budget. So we really, really, we should just wave the white flag as soon as they come out the tunnel. <laughs> Lost that five mil. Buzz, but, quick question, Buzz. Can I ask you a question? If that's all right. I'm just curious in your opinion. In terms of the whole club, right now, is Robbo the biggest problem that we need to address? Are you getting rid of the manager, or do you feel that as a club there is a bigger problem that we need to address? And whether Robbo is part of that, I'm not. It's not a, not a trap door. I'm just curious as to what you think at the moment is our biggest concern. Fuck. Um, is it the manager? Is it the board? Is it us? What is the biggest problem that we need to attack? The the biggest problem that we need to attack is we need we need to we need to get rid of the fan owned. Okay. No, stop. no, no. I'm 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 agree with you. But we 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 need some we need some investment. 
the Don's Trust board. I mean, yeah, there's a couple of people on it who are probably the same sort of thoughts that I have, maybe. But on the on the whole, anyone with any sort of say or power at Wimbledon or who think they've got power are all. I'm just happy to have a club brigade, right? Which is fine, and I I am not. I'm just happy to have a club brigade. And a lot of the a lot of younger fans who are coming through aren't happy to just have a club. We we, we don't want to. You don't want to waste your Saturdays and all your money watching a team that that that, that a, a club as such that don't want to progress. Like I've banged on about it all season. Our fucking standards as a football club are horrific. We are happy to just just to be on the same pitch as some clubs. Oh, we've played at the Stadium of Light and shared their changing rooms. That's the sort of things that come out from, from what I feel come out of the club. Not, oh, we're going to go to Sunderland and we're going to fucking beat them. Our standards, are, our standards are low. We're so far, and all right, people might like this, we're so far removed from the Premier League Wimbledon and the crazy game Wimbledon, it's fucking ridiculous. Our fan base, obviously it's, it's bigger now than it's been for a long time. But yeah, a lot, a lot of them... A lot of them are younger and a lot of them are going to want to see some sort of success. I'm not saying we need to go and win the fucking league one and then the championship. Obviously, that's really far-fetched. But didn't, don't, didn't we say we want to be in the championship in five years? Wasn't that, wasn't that part of what that's the club said? The club's manifesto, yeah. But now it feels like we're happy to go down to league two. Now, now it feels like we're saying, well, Robbo's the guy. Robbo's our man. He's got no experience. He's never done this before. But if he takes us down to league two, then... Don't worry, because we'll come straight back up next year and then we'll go straight up the year after. I can't see that's the case. I think if we go down next year, this year, I think we're fucked for years. I, I think there's more chance of us going back to the conference than there is League One. That's not, that's, that is not the sort of club I, and I imagine and know, a lot of people want to support. And how much money are we going to lose from going down? All of a yeah. sudden, that 300 grand that we didn't want to invest back from Oli Palmer looks fucking peanuts when we're not getting fucking seven, eight, nine sell out away crowds at home every week from the yeah, big clubs that are coming down. And I just feel like I don't, I, I've, I've watched don't get me wrong, I wasn't there every week, but I've watched Combine Counties to lead to, I've watched it all and I do not, and I wouldn't watch it again. And if we fucking drop down to whatever, I'm not saying we will, but if we did drop down to whatever, I would discourage my son to watch it. It's fucking awful. I want to watch league football against proper teams. I want to go to proper grounds and I want to have some sort of fucking pride. Every Monday I come in and everyone at work goes, <laughs> 18, 19, 20. It's a fucking embarrassment. We're the biggest embarrassment in the fucking football league. We're an absolute laughing stock. Absolute laughing stock. Okay, cool. Lee? I, I just want to quickly say, I kind of I half agree with Buzz. I've got to say, the Don's Trust board, we've got to remember, these, these people are fans, they're volunteers, and they are working their asses off for the club. So they're not doing it just for the fun of it. They're doing it because, you know, we know we know them personally, Buzz, a few of them, Xavier, things like that, who have been, we've been to games with and stuff and had beers with. And I know yeah, they, like they're sound. They, 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 they do work hard, but the problem we've got is there's not the matter. It's like we're celebrating taking on more like a debt within the Don's Trust bond, which is a great idea, but it's only lowering our interest rate. Do you know what I mean? It ain't clearing the debt. It ain't going to put more money onto the pitch. We're just, and I know it's a good, we've got to look at the positives that it's a good thing that we're lowering our interest rate, but that interest rate is still going to be there. 
right? I know it's fans who might not want the money back, but there's going to be a lot of people that put money into that bond who are not Wimbledon fans who have seen it as a good investment. Yeah, they've not seen it to go, there you go, Wimbledon, that's your money now. I don't care if I get it back or not. They've put that in there to go, I want my 7%. Do you know what I mean? And that, that's what they, they want out of it. And I just think we, we do need to be looking at investment. But is there investment out there for football clubs? Is there investment? I think we've got to be, stop being scared of what happened to us previously. It's like when you, 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 you split up a bird and the bird dumped you and she ran off with someone else and then thinking, shit, I can never go out of another girl again in case she fucking dumps me. Do you know what I mean? I, we've got Plough Lane now. I can't ever see if we ever sold out. Someone going, yeah, we're going to sell Plough Lane. We're going to make flats and you're moving to freaking... Bermondsey or somewhere like that. Do you know what I mean? It, it would never happen again. It's no, not going to happen again. I can't see it. And as much as it hurt last time, and I was there through it, Buzz was, you were down. I don't know about yeah. you, Sam. We were all there. Uh, it hurt. But you've got, we've got to try and move on. We're a better club now. And we've got to look at bigger things. I've said it loads of times. There's, so, there's too many weasels within the club who have their own little powers, their own little jobs that they've been given to them. They've not been out, outsourced or put out to anyone else to do. Who could do a better job. They've been given to them and the propaganda that comes from the club. And this comes from all the official channels. Uh, we, we've got to stop with the propaganda and stop trying to lie people when they were actually watching games live. Some of the stuff that's coming out is just bullshit. Do you know what I mean? And I mean the full official channels. Yeah. I think to defend, to defend the club here, you, the, you know, they put on the official YouTube channel, that infamous Lee Brown interview where he absolutely dug out the club. And, and that's not the club forcing propaganda on you. That's the club facing their problems and putting it on their official YouTube channel that they recognise those problems. And I, and I think that shows that they have respect for the fans and they let the sort of voices that uh, are dissenting voices against the trust board and everything else, they let them on their public channel. You know, and, and, and they're very friendly with you guys. You guys are often crit critical of them, which you have every right to be. And it doesn't mean you have to fall out with anyone who, run, who runs the club. And you, and you haven't. Right, guys, quick question then. Um... Robbo in or Robbo out? Last game of the season, end of the last game of the season. Is Robbo in or out? Uh, Lee? Well, 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 he, let's, let's change it. Will he actually be in the job? Not what you he's, think. He, Will he is, be in the job? This is why this is a funny conversation because it's a very moot point for me because whatever happens, Robbo's going nowhere. Okay. Robbo, Robbo is safe in a job, which I, I, I don't understand how you can be that safe when you've just gone 20 games without a win. But yeah, Robbo is our manager next season, no matter what what we think, what the Robbo out thinks. If we don't start winning games soon, I can see it getting worse and more toxic. Uh, unfortunately, I know I know what Sam's saying there, but yeah, I can hear some. I can. It's gonna be. It's not gonna be a very nice atmosphere. Buzz, what are you and that's, the, that's the big danger, isn't it? Is losing that atmosphere, and that and I think sorry to interrupt you there, Buzz, but. For me, I think the most difficult thing of the manager's job and the trust job and anybody involved running the club is they've got to keep the traditional fans happy and you're not and you're not happy. The old Wimbledon FC fans, a lot of them aren't happy. And you've got to keep the newer fans, the AFC era fans happy as well. And there are lots of opposing opinions there and you have to make that balancing act. Um, so I don't envy anyone who's in charge of running the club at the moment to, uh, to keep the two camps of the fans on the side. Lars, what are you going for? In the, in the job, out the job, last game of the season, is he there? What are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, he probably will. He probably will be in. He probably, yeah, like, like I said, he's, he, he seems untouchable for some. God no, I don't know why, but he, he, I reckon, yeah, he'll probably still be in the job, unless if 
I, mean, I, I think we'll win Saturday. I just it's just because it's about time we won a game. But <laughs> the law of averages. <laughs> law of averages. Yeah, I'm, I'm big for law of averages. Um, so I think we'll win. <laughs> we'll win either Saturday or we'll win either Cambridge. Um, and by the time we win one of them, we potentially be five points clear of relegation. So yeah, I think he'll be in. Unless we, if we lose the next two, I can't, I can't see how he stays. I agree with that, Buzz. I think you're right. Like, if we don't beat, but there was rumours that he was going to walk on Saturday if we lost. But why? Why would he walk? Why would he walk if he doesn't walk? If he get, if he waits to get sacked, one, he gets a payout because he's under contract. So why on earth would he walk? Apparently, he loves the club. Even though he's a Chelsea fan, but he's been there so long, he loves the club. So he's not going to walk. So unless he gets sacked, if I, I just genuinely think we can't afford to sack him. Yeah. And if we can't afford to sack him, and he's not going to walk because he don't want to get, he don't want to lose his fucking power, then we're absolutely fucked, aren't we? Daddy, your view? I, I, I absolutely can't disagree with Buzz at all. I don't think the club can afford to sack him, and I think that's one of the major reasons a why he got the job. And B, why he's probably still in it. What I would say exactly again, what Buzz said, I don't, I don't know how long you as a professional can go on, not winning a game of football and and accepting the criticism and going right. We've lost twenty in a row. Do you know what? I think I should jump. I don't know how long you as a professional person can go. That I don't think I could go this long and go. Okay, do you know what? I'm still going to turn up to work on Monday without going. Do you know what? Maybe I'm not the right man for this. So I, I personally feel like. If we don't get a win at Cheltenham, I thought it would be Cheltenham, Charlton and Cambridge. One of them three, but I think it could be now just Cheltenham or, Ch- Cheltenham or Cambridge. I think if we don't get some positive results, if we're only going to, if we're just going to have a couple of draws, I'm not sure that's enough. I think he's got to get a win somewhere. Um, otherwise, like you said, Lee, I think he'll get very toxic, but I, I, I do think we'll turn it around. I do think, I do think it'll be the, the end of the year. The only difference, I don't think we'll be in League Two. I think, I think we might, I'm oh, sorry, in League One, I think we might just fall down the trap door. But um, I think he'll be there. I think well, he'll be there. Be, what will happen on Saturday is he'll he'll play an eighteen-year-old and then he'll come out after we've lost and said, "Look, who, who else is giving eighteen-year-old debuts?" Uh, and he'll just get away with it that way. But I think Buzz believes in the law of averages so much he actually thinks they're real laws. But uh, anyway, let's move on, uh, and we'll discuss Cheltenham on Saturday—a massive, massive game. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. Back, and we're going to be discussing Cheltenham. We're not discussing the races, which uh, I don't know if it's been profitable for you boys. But yeah, the Cheltenham races has been going on just before we got there. Uh, but yeah, the big game on Saturday. I actually really fancy us to go up there and win, which seems mad at the moment because we haven't won. But this is maybe just because we're Wimbledon fans and this is what we do. I do fancy us to go out there. I, I like Zach Robinson the other day and thought that if he pl- starts, we could get a win. What do we think, boys? What's going on, Sam? I come to you. Getting away, from, getting away from Plough Lane is probably a good thing at the moment. Um, playing just in front of the away fans. Young striker, probably can't believe his luck. He's been recalled from um, Hampton and Richmond. I think you're right. I think there's desperate times, but I think with the right momentum, there could be a result here. Come on, uh, Yeah, I think we'll win. Um, Apparently, we've sold 1,400 tickets, have we? No. That's, really? 1,400? That's yeah. That's fantastic. Apparently. But, but uh, yeah, I, th- I think, well, Lee, most of our lot are going, isn't they, bar a few of us? Yeah. So, it's going to be one of them. Most people are there. 
Everyone's on an absolute B note. Yeah, I, I think I think we'll win just because. I mean, has any has any team in the EFL ever not won for twenty games? Is that a thing? Twenty one. Is this the longest ever record? Didn't even even Derby when they got like eight points all season didn't go twenty or that a win did they? When they I don't know. Generally, I've got no idea. It's got to be one of the longest ones, though. Got to be, isn't it? So I mean, it can't it can't keep going on. We're not not going to win again this season, are we? And <laughs> well, your law, your law of averages is buggered, mate. Law of averages, yeah, bucking up. But um, no, yeah, I think we'll win. I think we'll win. I think I think we'll win three one. Mate, fantastic. I'll tell you one Mate, thing I would say, Buzz sort of 1,400, our fans desperately, desperately deserve a win. I mean, not be really fine. I know yeah. that we've, there's been a lot of bitch on social media and stuff, but think about the Plough Lane Bonds, number of away fans in terms of w- w- people who go actively. Um, you know, people can be slightly weird on social medias and that we get it and maybe people will think we're about today. But my God, for a fan base, we are definitely, definitely up there you think in terms of popularity and the way that we normally get behind our players and we are well due a win I, I I just I can't see us winning I just without a forward I don't know how we're going to do it I don't know who's and you're, you're normally the positive one I know mate but I just <laughs> what's we happened got, we've got no Cosgrove <laughs> and we've got no obviously Presley's gone Mabude is, is basically the modern day Andy Clark um, so I can't see us doing anything with him playing hopefully we'll get something but the only good thing, I suppose, is Cheltenham aren't playing brilliantly, but they have got Alfie May, who who always plays quite well. Um, so I'd like, to, I think we'll get something from the game. A win would be absolutely sensational. It's one of the very, very few games that I'm actually not going to watch. So um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm on a stag do, I'm, so I'm, I'm not watching. I'm not watching either. I'm taking the kids out for the day to, to go on Adventure Island near us for all the rides and stuff. So I'm going out with them for the day to not do that. But I, I think you're right with the fan. Like as Buzz said, we've got quite a few of our boys going out there who are going to be getting drunk and smashed and don't really care what's going on in the pitch as long as we get a 1-0 last-minute win. I think they'll be well happy. I also do worry about some of our fans' mental health. People like Gary Fletcher, do you know what I mean? He's been pretty much every game this year and he, he's really struggling now. And, do you know what I mean? He, he, he has literally no idea about football. He ain't got a clue what he's talking about, but he goes every game and bless him, I hope we get a win just for him mentally, really, because he is... Uh, I see him on Facebook the other day struggling with his, uh, his mental health due to Wimbledon, but I, I do fancy it. I fancy us to win 3-1. I think Cheltenham are shit. Fuck them. We're going to beat them. Yeah. Yeah, you tell them, Lee. Yeah. And Who's going to score, then? Who's going to be our goal scorer? Is it, have you... Is that uh, Robert, is Zach go? Robinson, hat-trick. Oh. Fuck hell. I'll feel get two, not three. Oh, sorry. Fuck it. Oh, calm down. <laughs> Sam, what's your prediction? Uh, I think a sounds in good form. Radoni's back, isn't he? A sounds in good form. Basically, just went a sounds in good form. On the back of that, on the back of that, a and Rudy have been fucking shite for the last two months. Rudy's been hot and cold, hasn't he? When when he's good, he's good, but he's consistently. This is what I love about women fans. There's people like me and Buzz who only ever see the real shit, and there's people like Sam who cannot see anything other than positive. I love it. It is no women fans about against Doncaster. uh Oh, Rudy was fucking superb. Granted. But they are fucking the gash of the gash. It, it, uh, neither of them are going to get a fucking transfer to a championship club for a million pounds. No fucking way. I'll, beep. I'll like, have to put so... the old beep on today, and I beep, beep, beep. Yeah. Every time they, Buzz speaks. They, they, um, no, neither of them will get a, a transfer. And they, one thing, in defence of Robbo, right, at Wigan away, he took off Rudy and bought on 
Shocker, Shocker, yeah. Soccer, whatever he's called. And we, for the last 20 minutes, when we went three, four, three or three, yeah, five, that right. we, we, we did look a lot better. And we were, we were all over Wigan for the last 20 minutes. All right, we couldn't score, et cetera, et cetera. But then he did, he did it against Plymouth and he did it against someone else. And it did, it, I, I saw people slagging him off. But he, it didn't work anywhere near as well as it did against Wigan. Buzz, you're waffling now, mate. Just give us your prediction. I've already told you, three or four, one. Oh, right, you're going three or four. Right, you're doing two predictions. Right. Go three on, or Dan. four, Jack Robinson, two goals. Go on, Dan. I think uh, one, t- one, tidy 1-0 one, one, win for me. 1-0, one, Sam. 1-1 one, one for me, I'm afraid. You say 1-1 one, one every week. Literally well, I, every I week. I, 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 I'm, I, can't, I just cannot see us scoring more than one. And, I'm, and we're, we always make a slight mistake. I know Chuck and Mark Poor, but I don't know where we're going to... I don't know. I can't see us winning a game. I know, I'm sure it will happen. <laughs> I can't see it. So... I'm back we've, got, we've got the only players in the league who literally can just be running running along with the ball and just fall over. They look like, 100%. The, the other week, Will Nightingale, he, he controlled it with his thigh at Wigan and then managed to <laughs> nutmeg himself. <laughs> I wonder if he called it. Called nuts on himself. Yeah. But we're the only team that can go around and go just run all game without having a shot and everyone go, oh, what a performance. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We played really well there. It's like, yeah, we're, That's where we're we got to, mate. we Keepers wearing white on Saturday comes off still white, but uh, yeah, I'm backing my boy Zach Robinson. I said if he if he started for us and he played regular games, he'd get 50 goals a season. Uh, and I still back the boy. I think he's absolute class. Just needs to run of games. And Cosgrove could be back. Kaja Lawrence and Cosgrove could be back in the running. Yeah. I don't know how because Cosgrove is training with the physio the other day, and they said he could be back in contention. But I don't get how you train with a physio and then start a game on the Saturday. But. I'm not a physio. Well, our, um, our, our, um, our worst bit of luck recently was Zanif not getting called up for Newsy. For Newsy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, right, boys. It's been an absolute pleasure. Buzzwell, Sam, thank you very much for joining me and Danny. Cheers. Tonight. Thank you. Thanks, pleasure. Cheers, Danny. boys. Danny, as always, I'll see you next week, mate. <laughs> not if I see you first. We're talking about a win. Absolutely. Let's do this. I know, Danny. I'll be, I'll be thinking about my food ideas. I might just come to a game just get my food off you. Well, you might have any reason why you're turning up. Yeah, right. Later's all. Come on, you dons. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Wombles Had a Dream podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Wombles Dream and on Facebook at the Wombles Had a Dream. Get involved. By the fans, for the fans. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.